For MeatPoultry.com, I'm Erica Schaefer, Digital Media Senior Editor. Bacon, like butter, makes everything better. But what could possibly make bacon better? Making your own at home. Enter Riverton, Wyoming-based High Mountain Seasonings, a leading manufacturer of seasoning kits for homemade jerky and sausage that recently launched Do-It-Yourself Bacon Cure Kits. The kits are available in two flavors, Original Blend and Black Pepper Brown Sugar Blend. High Mountain is recommending the product for use with goose, duck breasts, and wild game in addition to bacon. Meat Poultry spoke with Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager at High Mountain Seasonings, to find out more about the kits, who's buying them, and why vegans and vegetarians can get on board with meat seasonings. So, could you give me some background on how the company got started? Certainly. So, in 1991, the original owners started the company with a seasoning roaster connected in their own kitchen, and that's what started with our original jerky kit. So, 28 years ago, almost 29 um, it started there and then it expanded to a building in downtown Riverton and then to the facility that we sit on now. It started with our, like our front office building where um, the big office uh, was the production one and has now become the owner's office. And then we've expanded a production facility. We now have four buildings on site. So we have a um, corporate kind of business offices with a production facility on the back end of it and then another building that's storage and production a facility to make pre-made jerky that is bagged, and then also a facility that ships everything out around the world. You've been doing this for 28, almost 29 years for sausage and jerky. So how did the bacon cures come about? Okay, so we've had a product called the Buckboard Bacon Cure for a long time. So that's been one where you make bacon uh, an old-fashioned way, kind of like a cottage bacon out of a pork shoulder or pork butt roast. Um, so each year we have writers, customer service calls, etc., for people for product suggestions, same things they'd like to see from us. And so that's kind of where the bacon cures have come from because we've always had the one to make the old-fashioned style, but they were asking if we could come out with one to make bacon out of like a pork belly, and it can also be used on venison or other wild games as well. And where did the recipes for the cures come from? So the owner, um, Hans Hummel, and myself, we developed a lot of these. And so with these cures, he and I came up with these. Okay, so in your promotions, you call them Western-style seasonings. Can you explain what that means and how are they differentiated from other regional flavors? So Western-style is kind of like a branding thing we have because we are a, a company in Wyoming, obviously well-known for the West. And so it's our seasoning, so that's why they're a Western-style seasoning because it's coming from us out here. Mm-hmm. And so when you were developing these recipes, were these just flavors that the two of you liked, or were you just experimenting at the time? So we kind of experimented a little bit. So one is just the original um, bacon cure. So it's going to be your standard, you know, you're going to cure the pork belly, and then if you want to smoke it with hickory or apple or mesquite, that's going to totally be up to the user. So if they want to add that kind of smoke flavor or hints of smoke, that's totally up to them. And within the last two years, we've also come out with seasonings that go on bacon that's already pre-cured that you can cook in your oven or in your pan that you add flavors to, which are sticky bun, pineapple sriracha, and black pepper brown sugar. 
and that black pepper brown sugar has been such a good seller and very popular that we went ahead and infused that into one of the baking cures as well. So it pulls it all the way into the meat when it's curing. So we took a very popular product and we kind of added a little twist and combined it with another one to kind of create a new one that's going to allow the bacons to already have that flavor in it. And what attributes are you claiming for these? Are they non-GMO, gluten-free? Gluten-free. Yes, they are gluten-free. Um, the non-GMO part, I can't say yes or no to. Um, you know, we source these ingredients from suppliers. that get um, our ingredients from all over the world, all over the U.S. So when they're packing, like I said, I can't say that they are a gluten-free product. And do you make these on site as well? So every product High Mountain makes is finished here in our facility to ship out the door. Um, some of the recipes we just don't have the equipment to necessarily facilitate making, but like the um, bacon cures, they are packed and um, processed here on site. Who's the target customers for bacon cures? I mean, I would use it, but who else would want a DIY bacon cure kit? Right. So that's, it's there's a huge movement we've been noticing in our business. There's a lot of DIY people that want to do it themselves. And then there's also the farmers or the major, you know, um, wild game, like wild pig hunters across the east and the, you know, southern parts of the U.S. So anywhere in between. It's one of those people like to do it themselves. People like smoking meats. They could do it that way. Uh, people are shooting pigs. People are raising pigs in the Midwest. They're making their own products, those kind of customers. So it's going to be anywhere from a grocery store business to sporting goods, even a hardware store. Right, and you have a very broad range of customers, I've noticed. Um, I was looking on your store finder, and you're selling in McGonagall's, which is not too far from our offices here, and one of our favorite places to shop for meat. And also Bass Pro and Academy Sports. Um, what do you think was the key to building relationships with such a big range of retailers? Well, our products have always been quality. So we've always considered ourselves like a premium product. So you can see similar ones to ours, whether it's a bottle or a jerky kit at maybe a lower cost, but they're not going to have the quality of the results that our product is going to have. So when people are making their own meat, uh, or not making their own meat, but like processing their own meat and everything, they're going to want the best results they can get. They don't want the cheap 99-cent bottle or cut from the store. So our quality has and customer service has continued to carry us. How do you plan to encourage repeat purchases of something like bacon cures? So obviously we would like the product to speak for itself. So you know, you make a bacon, you know, obviously someone making bacon is going to be a consumer of it. They're going to like it. They're going to want to purchase it again. Or they're going to want to make it themselves again. Or like you said, you'd make it yourself. You cook it for family or friends. They eat it. They want to know where you got it. You tell them about it. They then go out and purchase it and make it themselves as well. Has that been the main source of growth? Uh, word of mouth, um, what channels have been helping the company grow? So, I mean, most people are going to listen to, you know, their friend or family member before, say, a TV show or anything like that, which is still a very good route for advertising. But we do have um, an e-commerce site of our own. We have customers that sell e-commerce. We've got the TV marketing. We have we do print ads. We have a couple radio shows that we sponsor, um, social media, anywhere in between. It's we try and expand to all channels to help get the name out there. Um, and what would you say is your best-selling product? It's actually the original jerky kit that started the company 28 years ago. That's our number one selling product to this day. 
So what other trends are you seeing in this particular space that the company might be interested in launching new products? And what kind of culinary or cultural trends are you seeing that would be in alignment with the products you sell? So you said every year, you know, obviously there's the, there's the new fad, there's the new, the new hit thing to do or to make. So we kind of keep a close eye on that. Um, they said the bacon's have been a huge one because it is such an influx. You talk to any any hunter, farmer, anything in the southwest or southeastern region, stuff like that. There is an epidemic of hogs, which is a key pro, or you know a key consumer for product bacon cures that we came out with this year. But we've also then went ahead and came out with a um, brisket and prime rib rub, uh, burger seasoning, seasoning on the bacon. You know products that people are using year round and on a regular basis. I mean most homes are cooking burgers a couple times a month you know, or bacon, or, you know, prime rib and brisket may not be as common, but it's one of those popular things that people like to do. So um, any sort of movement in those directions, you know, we pay close attention to. And then obviously any sort of customer requests, customer suggestions, any sources like that, you know, we kind of tend to, you know, we leave those lines open to help produce and meet our customers' needs. So I have to ask this because we're seeing news about all these plant-based meats and alternative proteins. Is there anything in your lineup that you think would be compatible with those types of products? Seasoning goes on all sorts of, you know, vegetables or proteins. We have all-purpose seasonings, a trail dust, Cajun cowboy, Cajun campfire, garlic pepper. I mean, our venison rub and steak rubs are great on that. I mean, I use our rib rub on eggs or on my asparagus. It's, it's a seasoning. Just because it says it's for a burger or for a steak doesn't mean they can't use it on you know, asparagus, potatoes, anything like that. That's the show for this week. For more stories from the meat and poultry industry, head to our website, meatpoultry.com. And be sure to stay social with us by searching at Meat Poultry on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Erica Schaefer. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.